0: I'm Jay. I'm Reginado. You'll say my And together, we're going to find out why, why are they been mad. Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Right in front of me. Porkyu, Estan, and Hardos.
1: Porkyu? I only just met you. <laughs>
2: Y juntos vamos a descubrir por qué están locos.
0: How did you get on locos? It's E-N-O-J-A-D-O-S. That's in isn't it?
2: I don't know why it came out with locos, because it's crazy. Mm. But it could why, be, like, it, have been, it like, been why, why are why, why are mad. Why they crazy? Like, you know, like when you <laughs> yeah. say, oh my God, he's mad.
0: Man, if I could learn any <laughs> other language, it's definitely Spanish. I want to learn that language so fucking bad, but I don't want to put time and effort into it.
1: That is totally within your ability. I reckon you could learn Spanish.
0: Yeah, I tried. It's really hard because everything's gendered. How long did you try for?
1: How long did you try for? I tried for like a couple two weeks. weeks. Yeah, on Duolingo. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you. also tried to learn piano for like two weeks, and that then was more like three. Weeks. I think I that was really longer. That. Yeah, and yeah, and then you just stop. And you're like, no, man, it's too hard.
0: Well, it's because it's it's easy to impress people who know nothing about it, but then the second you need to show anyone who knows anything about it. You need to learn a lot more, and it's hard. And I didn't want to do that.
1: Dude, this is like when uh, Reg was trying to coach me on how to play bass for the intro theme, and he was like, "Bigger, bigger, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> bigger notes." <laughs> Look, I've got the ear for it. You I told you, a I've got a sense of dread. All right, I might not, I might not know the tech, the technical stuff, but I know what sounds good. You know. Um, I convinced Eboy once that there was a secret menu item at Subway. <laughs> i can't remember i can't remember what i convinced him it was like i don't know it's not like a cheese like he
2: said there was a secret cheese yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i told him it was a secret cheese at subway but he had to ask for it it's the only way to get it it's like a secret menu item he's like no you're fucking foolish i'm like i'm not foolish at all you're awful as shit i'll ask for it ask for it and then he did and the just <laughs> looked at him like the fuck you want to <laughs> he's like you know like on the secret menu and he's like what <laughs>
2: Well, one, one thing, whenever people talk about, like, secret menu items, like, that have, like, other ingredients, I'm always wondering, like, you know, I worked at Red Rooster, like, the amount of effort that the business would have to go through to, like, keep stock of an ingredient that they're not even planning yeah. on, like, yeah. letting customers know about. I mean,
1: it's not really a secret menu, it's just, like, the hacks or whatever, like... Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. The mech gangbang. <laughs> well, like, I don't know, I always I always hit up the secret menu at KFC, I get uh, the pepper mayo... Instead of a regular mayo on my uh, on my original recipe burger because the pepper mayo is like out of this world so good
1: oh yeah why do you get an original recipe burger are you uh, are you too scared of the spice of the zinger the zinger is no, I mean spicy
0: well it, yeah for, well, first of all it's not even spicy so it's like well it is not
1: it is not spicy but for some reason it hurts my asshole on the way out. Like that's just the KFC in general. Yeah, no, no, I no. Think no. That it is. That's just, that's no, just I, what
2: you get when you go KFC. I have
1: a... It, it is not... It's the spice. It, like, I don't find things spicy when they go in my mouth, but my ass has, like, is very sensitive to spice.
0: Look, you've been talking about this for, like, four months now, and I'm kind of sick of talking about it, so I'm just going to cut that one clean.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know why <laughs> Jay's always talking about
1: Fast food, man.
0: It was just something like about and how we- much it burns. <laughs> but anyway, it- it's, uh... <laughs> As I said, I'm cutting, the, I'm no, cutting the plane, they,
1: right? I, I always. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about fast food. Because you're no. always talking about oh, yeah, fast food. Yeah, because you,
0: all, all you ever really want to talk you about fucking is
1: fast brought, food. You brought up the fast food this time, and then Martin did, the, and the, then let let I the did. Let the
0: audience be the judge. That can't, okay. can't be right. Can't Actually, be
1: right. no, what happened was, before we started recording, you said, Can we have an intervention on your fast food? And then we were, and then Jay got we were talking, and then Martin said, <laughs> Dude, it's just like a full pounder. Um, because I said I'm eating a moon pie, which offended you for some reason. It's not fast food. It's the quickest food I have readily available. (laughs) (laughs) It's not it doesn't fall under the definition of fast food. Wait Martin, food.
0: Martin, <laughs> yeah. get a load of this guy. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what?
0: I don't even understand what was funny about It's though. the quickest food I had ever. Of- <laughs> it's rel- it's relatively fast food, okay? No, but you're you are a stand for fast food. You're just, you just fucking it's all you go on about. Fucking sugar and salt, man. I think you need to
1: take a look in the mirror. Every time you fucking <laughs> like go out on your balcony, you're like, hmm, yeah, the KFC's coming along nicely. <laughs> That, no, no, that has nothing to do with... You fucking look over your balcony watching them build a KFC. Yeah, <laughs> like, that,
0: no, look, that yeah, has nothing to do with... they'll start hiring with- soon. <laughs> that has nothing to do with KFC. <laughs> That's just I'm generally interested in the construction process.
1: You know what I've been eating? I've been eating soup. Soup from... It doesn't even come in a can. It comes in a bag.
0: That's only because you're poor. I've been soup you're in can, a you bag. Can't fucking afford- I'm if not even, even can- poor. If you could afford fast food every day, you would just eat fast food every Did single I, day. I
2: remember, I remember in, nah. like, 2007, I was in fucking Nicaragua, like, visiting my family. And, like, they at their little, like, uh, stalls that they have, like, on the streets and stuff, you can buy, like, super cheap little, like, sweet drinks. And, like, mm. me and the other kids used to fucking love that shit. Mm. But they came in bags. So, it's just, <laughs> like a, just, like, a drink in a bag with just, like, a hole poked through it for, like, a straw.
1: That's, like, how they do coconuts, except it's a plastic bag.
0: See, I remember I got a. I was in Indonesia and I got like a coconut from like a side cart in the street and I was like, man, it's so hot. This is gonna be so fucking awesome. <laughs> I'd never had just a coconut straight yeah. from the coconut. That shit sucks, man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it is not. It's not sugary. It's not sweet. It's just, no, like, it's just like bitter. Like water. Bitter water that comes out of a big nut. <laughs> it's like a I big just... nut. No.
1: <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's get on with this. Let's get on. Come, come on, on. Come on. Come on. Let's intro come time. On, come on. Welcome to Why They're Mad Podcast. It's a show all about controversy and outrage. It's nice to have you back. As always, if it's your first time listening, it's nice to meet you. Check us out on Instagram at Why They're Mad Pod. Follow us. uh, We'll give you a shout out on the show. Shout out this week is Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Hey,
0: Lisa. What's going on?
1: Uh, And we're nearing in on 50 followers on Instagram, which is cool. One thing we can say from our analytics is that we have a lot more listeners than we do followers. That might be because you hate us, but if you don't, go give us a follow somewhere or do something that can allow us to acknowledge your existence. Because
0: dude, that's what uh, that's what other uh, YouTubers are always doing. You know, they bring up the statistics and be like, yeah. "See, five <laughs> percent. Only five are, are subscribed." Yeah. Mm. yeah, but I don't. I think it's I, don't, I watch a lot of about subscribing because I'm like, I don't like mm. being part of the system. You know. Yeah, that's true. And so if you're if you're rebelling against the system and that's why you're not following us, that's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I also, I'm very picky with my subscriptions on YouTube. Like, I, I don't even subscribe to some of my favorite channels. It's
0: YouTube. wild as well, because it, mm. like, it costs me nothing.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I don't person. know why. I don't know why I'm like that, actually. I'm should, like, I unless you make concealer.
0: absolutely stellar content, <laughs> then I don't I don't give you anything.
1: If our show has you thinking or feeling anything, want to hear from you, send us a DM on Instagram, or you can email us at whytheymadpod at gmail.com. Hey uh, we got a uh, we got a little bit of fan mail here. this one's from James it says uh love the energy on this one. great stuff you guys killed it and always bring in some interesting topics if I had to vote for the on the one host who is the most enjoyable to listen to, it would be none other than the young gun game master, Archbishop of Fun, Saint Reginald I. Oh, Keep the first. oh really that's coming guys. That's crazy, oh, man. man. He just that. he wants uh, it. Oi, who is that? Oi. <laughs> 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 Dude, he's gonna ask you for a
0: favor soon or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, man. Like, and you can't know, can't say no. As I as I keep saying, I'm the star power, that's just the way it is. That's all right, yeah. but everyone's gotta have a star power, that's just how it is. The know?
1: stink bug.
0: Yeah, you know. Sometimes Reginaldo just has to come kick that that home goal, you know, at the end. Come in, kick <laughs> the, the home ball in the goal. Dude,
1: hole. you yeah. kick an urn goal.
0: You know, and like <laughs> I kick the goal and everyone goes, ole, ole, ole. <laughs> I love it when Reginaldo Dude. comes in.
1: And then, then you accidentally the kick the earn goal and then you get assassinated because you <laughs> fucked up someone's multi. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever had a crush so huge that it just killed
0: you? That's... That's a really bad intro. <laughs> That's such a horrible way to go into this. I remember once when I was a kid, Brown Hole once sat on me. Brown Hole? Yeah, what was that what we called? Him? Brown, Brown Eye. Eye. Bra- <laughs> Bra- no, so, Brown Hole yeah. is better. Brown Hole <laughs> he, sa- he sat on me once when we were kids, and I mean, there was like a pretty big uh, weight difference, and he hurt me pretty badly. I remember I was like I was like oh sniffling and stuff. And he's like, oh dude, don't tell, man. Don't tell. It's okay, you can hit me, you can hit me, man. It's fine. Like, yeah, do we'll, you we'll, we'll say, call it even. I'm like, I don't want to hit you.
2: Oh. <laughs> I'm hurting now, bro. Uh, do, do you guys know
0: much about Travis Scott? Uh, uh like a man. You know, yeah. like, uh, I don't really listen to his music. I listen to his- Twister more. I like Twister more.
2: I think like uh what was that? Uh what was his big song?
1: Sicker mode.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. Yeah, um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I used to listen to that when it came
1: out. I don't really <laughs> a repeat. Though. You had you had one song on your iPod. <laughs> yeah,
0: America. I just like the pop. I just like that part of that song. I'd always skip to that part where it goes, "Give me the loop, give me the loop." Yeah, I like I like
1: the song where it goes. I like the bit in that song where it goes, "Like she thought it was an ocean, it's just a pool." I always thought I was so like, "Yeah, man, I want that to be my life." <laughs> um. Yeah, no, w- one thing I realized uh, doing the research for this is that I only know like one Travis Scott song, and it's um, Sicko mode. mode, yeah.
2: Yeah, I know he's involved with the Jenners or whatever, and that's yeah. pretty
1: cringe. I'll be straight up with you guys at the time of writing this, I don't really know all that much about Travis Scott, and as much as the last couple of years have kind of felt like a big blur because of you know, COVID, or everything, one thing that has been clear over the last two years is uh, Travis Scott was elevated from his standing of of run-of-the-mill hip-hop artist to a worldwide superstar.
0: It's crazy, isn't it? Because his music's not all that, like, Mm. incredible, you know? Like, it's not like he's doing anything different.
1: Over that time, Travis Scott became a brand. Like, he's had the Travis Scott McDonald's meal. He's uh, had his Travis Scott Fortnite concert. He's a part of Sony's PlayStation promotional team. He's had two kids with a Kardashian, but we probably should have bet on this happening because nowhere is this more on display than on the cover of Travis Scott's 2018 LP, Astroworld.
0: Whoa. Why? Why? What?
1: On Astroworld, Travis Scott is a brand.
0: He's oh, a theme park. Oh, that's deep. I didn't recognize that.
1: He's Disneyland as a reportedly living, breathing recording artist. Its cover depicts Travis Scott's head as that of the Lunar Park Man. Families walking inside of his mouth is the entrance to the Carnival Beyond. God, that's
2: so creepy. Holy fuck.
0: Have you never seen the Lunar Park Man? <laughs>
2: no, no, I have, but just
0: looking at
1: it now. It's like, damn, this Dude, is so check weird.
0: Dude, out, check out the Sydney one. It's uh, fucking yeah, weird, man. The
1: Sydney one is... I like the Sydney one more. I reckon the Melbourne one's creepier.
0: I don't think that he's modeling it after the Lunar Park, right? Like... For the next seven minutes, stretch, and Jay argue about Luna Park causing Jay to lose his voice, and also Chloe shows up for some reason. There wouldn't be Luna Park. It is one hundred Because the there's just kids who died on the oh, Ghost okay. Ride. I'm just trying to figure just out which head in would place of it would usually the... be like a clown's a head or something would have been Luna Park. And that it could you be, be, be fucking. I'm asking you. I don't know Can you, how you, how you fucking deliver the answer to this? Hey, Chloe. Oh my god!
1: Oh my! Get her out of here! Get her out of here, Trevor Scott. It seems always saw this as what he was to be. In 2015, before the debut of his debut album, <laughs> fuck, I can't say. That. <laughs> before his debut. <dead laughs> In 2015, before the release of his debut album, Radio.
2: Rodeo.
1: That's the one where he's like a doll <laughs> on the cover, which it's I Rodeo. vaguely remember. <laughs> Disgusted of its title.
0: It's like a Beyoncé concert. The carnival, the livestock, and the show are all parts of the event. I feel like that's how my life is. The carnival is like my imagination. It's the drive behind my vision. Even though I don't feel like I'm at a point where my shit is at an all-time high, we're working to get there. Now you got to auto-tune it, so it sounds
1: sick. And with World, Travis got achieved just that. Getting his shit to an all-time high. And collaborating with the likes of Frank Ocean... Kid Cudi, The Weekend, Tame Impala, and Thundercat. World went quadruple platinum. It was featured what on many news. Yeah. It man. Was featured on many news outlets' best of the year lists. Australian radio station Triple J called its lead single "Sycamore" the quote Bohemian Rhapsody of its generation. And to top it off, to elevate World's concept into real life. To create something real and tangible from Travis Scott's self theory of man as an amusement park, Astroworld became real life—the Astroworld Music Festival. But at this, that all-time high, after such a steep incline, the peak of Travis Scott's career would come dropping down, just like a
0: roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Force. <laughs> <laughs> <Forced. laughs> I don't think it's going to be too much of an issue, right? Like, nah, me neither, really. Just like, I think, I think he'll just go on, going on, right? Like, just like Drake did, you know? Like, I mean, this is a lot. This isn't worse than what Drake did. This is bigger than what Drake did. But look,
1: I, I got some opinions, but let, let's find out about it first, all right? The Astroworld Festival debuted in 2018 and has grown in scope every year since. It's held in Travis Scott's hometown of Houston, Texas, near the site of the now closed Six Flags Astroworld the album and festival's namesake. Performers have included Post Malone, Pharrell Williams, Kanye West, Rosalia, Playboy Cardi, Gucci Mane, basically all the hip-hop people, but it's always been headlined by Travis Scott himself. Just like every other festival and major event in the world, Astroworld was canceled in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic and was instead held virtually to the online game Fortnite. But to make up for that lost festival, World 2021 was to be the biggest one yet, this time taking place over the course of two nights and featuring an expanded lineup, both in number of performers and genre diversity.
0: Tickets for Astroworld 2021, which started at $350 USD, sold out in just half an hour. Travis Scott was born... Bermond Webster II on April 30th. What? Wait, (laughs) who the fuck is this guy? I didn't know he was
2: fucking royalty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's one of the
1: Websters.
0: (laughs) Jacques. His name's Jacques. Yeah, Jacques Bermond Webster II on April 30th, 1991. Uh, Dude, I didn't even know if it was an April 30th. That's crazy.
1: No, dude, there's only only April 30th in a (laughs) leap year.
0: (laughs) <laughs> okay. His stage name is a combination of the name of his favourite uncle, Travis, and the name of his favourite performer, Kid Cuddy, whose real name is Scott Mercedes. Miss <laughs> Cuddy. Cuddy. You don't want to be called Scott Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Scott has always had a reputation for playing shows to unruly crowds, full of fans that he refers to as ragers, encouraging them to mosh and push forward. In 2015, Scott's set at Lollapalooza was shut down after only five minutes when Scott led the crowd into a chant of We want rage! and encouraged them to climb over the barricades and onto the stage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> During these five minutes, he said things like Everyone in the green shirt, get the fuck back right now! Oh, referring to the security guards, I thought he was just crazy with power. Get <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
1: green shirt, I mean, fuck out of here! doesn't
0: mean he's not crazy. No. I suppose that's true. <laughs> Dozens of fans stormed onto the stage, but Scott told them to get down or else the show would be cancelled, which it was, prompting Travis Scott to immediately flee Lollapalooza, though he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct, soon after. Wait, so he... He was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. He was? Why was Mm. he? Probably because
2: of the way he's encouraging
0: the crowd. Yeah, he
1: encouraged the crowd to fight security Is that disorderly conduct on him? I guess maybe... I don't know. I guess maybe if you incite... Maybe it could be incitement, but... Well, it's that's probably, what I'm saying, it's but, probably yeah, a lesser it's charge. conduct seems, seems wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah, reckon disorderly right. conduct is a lesser charge than assignment. But anyway. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying, but it's, you're probably right. It's probably because he's like a famous yeah. rapper or whatever. you go got a lower charge. Yeah. I don't know. Let's ask the lawyer fans. Hit back at us, uh, <laughs> drool. <laughs> drool.
2: Also, while we got them on the line, dude, I need to <laughs> I fucked up real bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. That shouldn't even be here right now. I'm a troll, man. <laughs> a similar incident occurred in 2017 in Arkansas causing injuries to several people and again resulting in Scott, Travis Scott, being charged with disorderly conduct. Later on in 2017, during a show at Terminal 5 in New York, Travis noticed that fans had climbed over the railing to hang on to the second and third floor balconies, which lined both sides of the venue. He encouraged those fans to leap into the mosh pit, saying, I see you, but are you going to do it? (laughs) And they're going to catch you. Don't be scared. (laughs) fall. Can you, wait, can you guys see it?
1: Can you see the picture?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) fucking insane.
0: Look at all those people, man. That's insane. There's so many people there.
2: Dude, if you fell from that, you'd seriously hurt yourself.
0: I mean, they would catch you, but it's like... I'm not not worried about the people hanging. I'm literally worried about the people they're falling onto at that point. Because the people will try and catch him. It's not like they can fucking move out of the way. Oh, wait.
2: Hold on. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. One man who either fell or jumped from the third floor balcony broke both of his legs and then was dragged onto the stage where Travis Scott gave him one of his rings... He was initially paralyzed on his left side, but has now regained some of his functions, but requires a wheelchair.
0: What the fuck? This is like (laughs) Mad Max, right? Where he's like, (laughs) bring him to the
1: stage.
0: (laughs) Yeah, with like two broken legs. Where's the law and order?
1: Astroworld is held at Energy Park. I don't want to say energy. Astroworld is held at Energy Park, a stadium complex located about 10 kilometers southwest of Houston's downtown area. It covers a space around one and a half square kilometers and is home to a convention center and three separate stadiums, one of which is the famous and now currently abandoned Houston Astrodome. The Astroworld Festival was held at an open space area to the west side of Energy Park. The fans started lining up for Astroworld at 3.30am, the early hours of Friday, November 5th, 2021. It was estimated that at this time, there was already a thousand fans waiting for the gates to open. Six and a half hours later, at 10am, the gates opened, resulting in a stampede at the entrance with fans charging in, jumping over and knocking down metal detectors, resulting in multiple injuries, an identical incident having occurred two years prior at Asteroid 2019.
2: Why are they so keen to get in like this? I don't understand. Like, what do they be- What do they benefit from this? Like, a better spot or something?
1: Dude, I reckon there's two things. One, they're fucking crazy, and two, I reckon a lot of those people didn't have tickets and they're just they're tri- yeah, just trying yeah. to get in. Yeah, that's probably
0: true. Yeah. Knowing the 2019's Astro World had been chaotic and resulted in a fair show of injuries and matters requiring police intervention, authorities and city officials have been prepping for Astro World 21 for months in advance. They added dozens more police and hired further private security agencies for the festival. The official numbers of law enforcement on site were 528 officers from Houston PD and 755 private security officers. In terms of medical professional, there were 20 ambulances parked outside the venue. The on-site paramedics were private contractors operating one major medical tent and several smaller ones scattered across the venue. There were two emergency physicians, six nurses, two paramedics, and nine... Medical technicians. This was to accommodate an event of fifty thousand people. Do you see what I did there? Yeah, it was like yeah. the Christmas song. Yeah, thanks. I am glad, dude. We're fucking. I didn't even know Houston had five hundred and twenty-eight police officers. Houston's know I mean? a like... big
1: city. She's...
0: like, how many police officers? Yeah, that's does where have? that's
2: where Highlighter used to live.
1: Yeah, nah, Houston is a big fucking city. I, Melbourne. you live in Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melbourne would have oh. thousands, maybe even tens of thousands. I don't know. Yeah, remember you? You don't. You are not good at uh at Understanding scale, because you know no one is. You th- human
0: beings aren't designed to. No,
1: because you think you know the universe revolves around
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> in preparation, event organizers planned guidelines relating to procedure for dealing with an active shooter. Oh fuck! Severe weather and a riot, where there were no procedures in place for the event of a crowd crush. <laughs> it's just like. No, why did it have to be the crowd crush and <laughs> why not did the Tornado? To the one thing. The <laughs> <laughs> one thing we didn't plan for. Why couldn't we have had a tsunami? <laughs> this could have been plain lack of foresight, but it also could have been because the park was slated to be well under its capacity of 200,000 people. And there were protocols for prior mentioned causes that could lead to a mass casualty event there were reportedly no plans in place to identify them in their early stages to stop it from getting to that point. How do you even stop that, Bo, right? Like, how do you stop a crush? Oh, well,
1: we'll get to that later.
0: It's, yeah, it's about managing... Damn. Yeah. Like,
2: anyway, the energy in the crowd, which one concert goer described by saying she had never been to a music festival with so many angry people, was concerning enough to Houston's chief of police, Troy Finner, is that how you
1: say it? That he Fine visited cares, Travis dude. Scott. Fucking dirty cop, more like Troy Skinner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> choice s- t- skimmer. <laughs> Cause he's, skimming the, he's skimming our
1: pockets. <laughs> he's, he's leaving the skid skid marks. His choice skitter. <laughs> Skiddies in the bolt.
2: Daddy visited Travis Scott in his trailer before his performance, expressing his concern about the energy of the crowd that day. Finner, who knew Scott personally and respected his work for his hometown community, told Scott that the crowd was full of dedicated fans. Some in attendance were only primary school aged.
1: Like, you know, there were, like, a bunch of kids there, and one, like, you should be have to be, like, at least 15 to go to a, a festival like this, I reckon, but two, like, I wonder if the children who were there were there because they saw the Fortnite show last year. Which
2: was pretty sick.
1: Yeah, uh, I've heard it's sick. I never yeah. watched it, but, like...
2: I watched it on YouTube. It was actually quite a while. I didn't expect it to be like that.
1: Just the thought of that, like, a kid loving this guy from Fortnite, and then... Going to his festival and getting <laughs> fucked up makes me sad. Makes me sad. As was
2: expected, the medical tents at Ashwood were initially inundated with people seeking assistance for drug overdoses, but by the evening became overcapacity and stopped documenting patients. Instead, of operating through triage, the process of assessing people who have presented for medical attention, prioritizing care to those whose conditions are most severe. But as this was not a hospital, there was not adequate resources to attend to every severe case immediately. And some people were reportedly unconscious in the medical tent for up to 20 minutes before receiving medical attention.
0: How was it a live event, the Fortnite one? Like, did they have, like, mocap on that fucker or what? No, it wasn't live. I think it was in I'm real I'm just time. seeing everywhere, but yeah, I'm nah, seeing was, everywhere as a live it event. It wasn't,
1: like, it was live in the sense that it was, like, on all of the servers at the same time, if I remember correctly. Right. Remember when Fortnite let you watch, uh, watch Martin Luther King? And they they, oh God, t- they took yeah. out like all the emergs except like the um the DC ones because they had a licensing agreement with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so ridiculous.
2: Though all the attention has been centered around Travis Scott's set, first hand accounts from people who were there have stated that the behavior of festival goers all through the day was belligerent and dangerous. One attendee, Andrea Contendres, told Complex that sets early on the day also felt overcrowded and that during Don Tolliver's set she got caught in a mosh pit that had left her bruised and when she tried to get a security guard to get her out he stared at me and walked away. She said that it was later on the day during the set of Master P when things got really crazy. She said she was pushed back from the front railing where she was standing and submerged in the crowd. She said that she was trying to get out by jumping over the railing but she couldn't move.
0: Alright let's uh, let's find out about the crush. Dude I don't know how the fuck this even happens man. Like you know like what are these, kids? I'm way bigger than kids. They couldn't crush me. <laughs> You're not way bigger than kids, <laughs> you little <laughs> way man. Way bigger than kids.
1: At 8.30pm, a countdown appeared on and around the chill stage of World. The festival had two stages, the chill stage and the thrill stage. It was a half-hour countdown to 9pm. The beginning of Travis Scott's set, the headlining act of the first night of Astroworld 2021. As the countdown moved closer down to zero, the crowd grew in size, becoming more and more restless, the entire attendance of Astroworld day one flooding around the stage. The official number, if you remember, was 50,000 people, but there's no real way to be sure of the actual number of people who were there, given the stampede at the entrance when the gate first opened, and fence hoppers that surely would have found their way in over the course of the day, which happens at every festival, but people who attended Astroworld say that there wasn't adequate security to deal with these people. In the days following, footage has circulated showing rushes of people who were knocking over barricades and security fences and charging in to gain entry. Already the crowd was pushing, swaying side to side. The stage was lit up, pyramid-shaped, and made to look like a volcano that was leaking lava. When the countdown reached 10 seconds, a wave of adrenaline was apparent all throughout the crowd, and as Travis Scott took the stage, pyrotonic fire erupted all around it, on the stage and from its roof, as if the volcano was erupting.
0: One person in attendance said, When I tell you the crowd lifted, they lifted. Then it was a constant feeling of pressure on my body. It was maintainable at first, but then it got scary. (laughs) Another told NBC News that as soon as the countdown reached zero, it felt as if her ribs were being crushed and she could not breathe. The crowd was apparently split between people who were lost in the energy dancing and moshing and those who were panicking, being pushed by the mosh pit, unable to move or escape. Looking at footage of the show, the crowd is massive, and at the conclusion of the first song, Escape Plan, from a distance... Oh, dude, that's so fucking ironic. (laughs) At the time, people were reportedly already chanting, Stop the show! But at the same time, there were chants of Travis's name reverberating through the crowd. When he started to perform the fan-favourite track Butterfly Effect, there were reportedly cries of help me and I need to get out. These screams for help are audible in footage that was taken just 10 minutes into the show. Audible. 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 Like the... No, I mean, this is where I now lead into the ad, right? So, audible is a uh, service in which you can listen to uh, all types of books.
1: No, that's also called audible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's it, I quit.
2: One person said they saw a girl fall lifeless and her eyes roll back into her head. But some people who watched from afar said that the pushing and moshing at first didn't appear at all abnormal. One person in attendance saying in reflection, I had no idea this was so serious. I'm not too proud of myself that I kept enjoying a good time while all this tragedy was going on. Others recalled that the crush started in their section not because of the music, but after somebody nearby shouted, gun. Oh shit. Around 20 minutes into the set, Travis Scott says, "'Turn the lights on. I think I see someone hanging from a tree. Make some noise for my boy hanging the tree back there. My boys are in a rage!' before the crowd erupts once more, dancing and jumping as the next song played. A half hour into the show, Houston PD says they were first notified of people injured in the crowd, and around this time, paramedics were captured on video performing CPR on an an attendee. Travis Scott at the same time says to the crowd, "'I want to see some rages, man. Who wants to rage?' As he appears to watch a new mosh circle form saying, Who a
0: real motherfucker? <laughs> Who is a real motherfucker? Dude, that's uh a- Travis Scott, apparently. Fuck. Fucking I'd never even thought about that, but if you're in America, you can kinda just shout gun and yeah, then shit yeah, will go crazy, yeah. you know? <laughs> like
1: But only seconds later, Travis Scott paused and said, There's an ambulance in the crowd. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's worth noting this is not an ambulance as much as it's like a mobile stretcher or like a golf cart with an emergency flashing light on top of it. He stops the show for about 30 seconds, pointing towards the ambulance and eventually says, what the fuck is that? Then, everybody, if you're good, put a middle finger up in the sky and readies into the next song by saying, you'll know what you came here to do. I want to make this motherfucking ground shake. God it. This moment was uploaded to Travis Scott's girlfriend Kylie Jenner's Instagram story, the ambulance visible in the crowd, but she deleted it not too long after. Right after this, a teenager was captured on film, climbing up onto a cameraman's podium to try and alert officials to the chaos below. y'all were in there bro shut the fuck up exactly right y'all in, in there people are
2: fucking dying i'm gonna save some ice that's the
1: ice kid. soon afterwards a woman climbed up to alert the same cameraman who appeared very unhappy these people were crowding his workspace the woman shouts there is someone dying there there is someone dead
0: is oh. there. There that's, there. that's
1: okay let me see real quick door <laughs> the cameraman does nothing except gesture for her to go away
2: you know what this reminds me of what you guys, you guys remember the intro to dead island <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh do you mean like the cinematic intro yeah 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 where it's like everything's happening it's all in back motion
2: yeah, yeah and he's right. like at the at the rap show and there's like people being eaten by zombies <laughs> while the show goes on
0: for the next few songs scott performed in a sort of elevated platform about nine or ten feet off the ground while he was up there, video from a crowd displayed another chant of Stop the Show and captured somebody in audio saying, That guy died five songs ago. Oh my god, that's horrible to laugh at, but Jesus. He's been on the ground the whole time. Imagine saying that. <laughs> that guy died five songs ago. Yeah, yeah damn. Yeah. I mean, you could yell that at it, you know, him though, right? And be like, you know, you're
1: nah, in the
0: video, the guy's just like saying it to his friend. At nine thirty-eight. PM authorities declared the concert a mass casualty event and event organizers agree to end the show early, but ending the show early does not mean the show would end immediately. It would go on for an almost another 40 minutes when asked what? why the show was not immediately stopped at this point in time, chief skimmer of Houston PD said that the fear was that a crowd made up of so many young, energetic people may have turned into a riot if the show was cut that prematurely. I think so. I think like I think it's one of those situations where it's like, you fucking damned if you do, if you don't, you know? It's
2: definitely a concern, yeah.
1: Do you guys reckon, like, the mass casualty event means that they'd confirmed that multiple multiple people had died, or it just means that a whole bunch of people- the Possibility of it? A whole bunch of people- yeah, No, it are, like, just means a whole bunch injured. of people got- Yeah,
2: yeah. And mm. casualty doesn't mean died.
1: Yeah, right. That this this is like a I think a valid point. Like this crowd was just mental. And I reckon if they had just cut the show or stopped the show, you know, it probably would have not been pretty. But there's other things that they could have done that we'll get into later.
0: It's a hard one, man. I don't know. Like they probably write it after the fucking show anyway, so it's like mm-hmm. I can't imagine all these kids were like, Yep, nah, I'm all I'm all good. I'm gonna walk out calmly. Like it just wouldn't happen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Five minutes later, Scott briefly stops the show once more, noticing a fan who is visibly unconscious right underneath him, saying, Somebody jump in there! Come on, security, get in there! This unconscious man then pulled out of the crowd his body limp. The videos of this moment on Twitter are tagged, TW, dead buddy. What does TW mean? Trigger warning. Oh. After this, security was filmed further back in the crowd running to get medical assistance, telling them, there's like four people back here without a pulse, dude. That's fucking. That's pretty. It's pretty wild, isn't it? Like, fuck. That's a lot of dead bodies, you know.
2: Around nine fifty p.m., Scott brought out an unannounced guest performer, hip-hop superstar Aubrey Drake Graham. Who is that? Drake. Drake. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't you know Did Drake Drake's name mo- is Aubrey? Motherfuck- Motherfucker was on Degrassi. What do you expect? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't know that was his actual name. That's crazy. I actually thought his first name was Drake.
1: No, his name's Aubrey.
0: <laughs> what a pussy.
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I watched the video of this performance, and when Drake came out, that is actually what I thought. I was like, what a pussy. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like such a pussy. Anyway, go He always does.
2: And with this, the crowd's energy elevator once again, many people pushing up to get closer to the stage, and some people climbing on top of ambulances and dancing on them as they tried to evacuate people from the crowd. Dude, were they fucking Fortnite dancing on top of, like, ambulances?
1: <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers. They were doing the Travis Scott emote. <laughs>
0: I mean, I don't know, man. Do you blame American youth, right? Like, they go through this shit all the time. Americans
1: are just fucking, they're just wired differently. They just have a different perspective on the world because their country puts them at risk, just like constantly.
2: The show ended at around 10 past 10 p.m., 40 minutes earlier than scheduled. Travis Scott concluded his set by saying, Houston, Texas, I love you so much. Make it home safe. Good night. During the course of his performance, eight people died, 25 were evacuated to nearby hospitals, including 11 patients presenting with cardiac arrest, and 300 people were treated at the scene for injuries sustained in the crowd. In the days afterwards, several people remained in critical conditions, including a nine-year-old boy who was placed in a medically induced coma after being trampled. And only 20 minutes ago, while writing this, another member of the crowd had also died in hospital, bringing the overall told to nine.
0: Hey, how the fuck was there a nine-year-old boy, man?
1: Well, that's the thing. There yeah. was a bunch of kids there. Like, I was reading an article and these people saying, like, yeah, I brought my kids down to see this. Like, he must have just a lot of child fans, uh, you know? Fortnite. Yeah, no one from Fortnite. The people who died were aged between 14 and 27. After completing this set, Travis Scott and Drake attended an after-party at Sports and Arcade Bar, Dave & Buster's, located oh about 16 kilometers north of Energy Park, a 30-minute drive, according to Google Maps. Scott and Drake both said that at this time, neither was aware that people had died in the crowd, or even that there was a number of serious injuries. And a source has confirmed that Travis Scott immediately left the venue upon hearing this news.
0: The idea of Travis Scott and Drake hanging out at Dave and Buster's playing Time Crisis after their big set is ludicrous.
1: I looked at the place that they went to. It literally looks like something that could be in Knox. <laughs> like, it literally looks d- like you, they well, went to Knox. Well, Dave and
0: Buster's is a huge chain. Is it? Dave and Buster's is this huge chain of, like, restaurant. It's kind of like adult um, Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it sounds kind of sick, to be honest. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is pretty sick. It's literally just adult Chuck E. Cheese, right? Like, that's what it is. The next day... It- Travis Scott released a
1: statement that read,
0: I'm absolutely
2: devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families and all of those impacted by what happened at Astro World Festival, trademark. <laughs> Houston PD, PDYLTD has my total support as they continue to look into the tragic loss of life. I am committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. Thank you to Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for their immediate response and support. Love you all.
1: An investigation was immediately launched by Houston PD to establish the cause and mitigating factors of the asteroid crush. An early story to come out was that a mystery assailant in the crowd, armed with a needle containing some sort of opiate, was moving around, injecting people with drugs. This sounds absolutely bizarre but it was confirmed by police hours later.
2: Oh, really? I not know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I heard the rumors, but...
1: Yeah. One security guard claimed that as he was trying to restrain somebody in the crowd, he felt a prick in his neck and then fell unconscious and was then treated by medics with Narcan, a drug used to block the depressive symptoms of opioid overdose. The medics confirmed he had been injected with a needle to the neck. If this narrative is correct... It likely had little bearing on the overall behaviour of the crowd, like the crushing and trampling, but it could be a relevant factor in explaining the high number of cases of cardiac arrest. Autopsies are underway to establish the official cause of death for the nine deceased. The next day of Astroworld, which was scheduled to be headlined by Tame Impala and feature performances by Earth, & and Fire and Baby Keem, among others, was cancelled immediately. Travis Scott released a second statement in the form of a video message released with a black and white filter.
0: I'm honestly just devastated
1: and I could never imagine anything like this just happening. I just want to send out prayers to the, to the ones that was lost last night. We're actually working right now to identify the families so we can help assist them through this tough time.
0: You know, my fans, my fans like, my fans really mean the world to me, and I always just really want to leave them with a positive experience. And any time I can make out, you know, anything that's going on, you know, I, you know, I stop the show and you know help them get the help they need. You know, um,
1: I could just never imagine the severity of the situation.
2: Uh I've I've seen this memed. Okay, I was wondering what the source was.
1: His overall demeanor was derided on social media, commenters saying he seemed disinterested and bored, many latching onto his quote, My fans mean the world to me. In the following days, it was announced that everyone who attended Astroworld 2021 would have their tickets refunded, and Travis Scott announced he would pay for the funerals of those killed. Dude, is he going to play at their fucking funerals as <laughs> well? Surely not. <laughs> that would be fucking turned down. <laughs> 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 he's like hey, look at you in the coffin. I'm going sick on
2: my <laughs> he starts flossing on the fucking coffin.
0: All these people like rock up and they crash the fucking funeral, you know, to see Travis Scott. Yeah, uh-huh. I was just thinking, right, the fact that baby Keem was meant to be on day two, right? Mm, can you baby. imagine if fucking if Kendrick was there and he was meant to play, he probably Daytube, was to be honest. And this is the altered timeline where we don't see Kendrick live for the next fuck it for like the first time in five years. Honestly, you know?
1: he probably was. You know, like there was always like a big um like guest that unannounced it um at Astroworld, like in was 20- that Drake there? It was Drake on night one, but you know who would have been on night two? Like a few years ago, it was Kanye.
2: But that song with Keem that he
1: did. Yeah. Uh, Scott also announced he was partnering with the online therapy service and prolific sponsor of podcasts, BetterHelp, to offer a free monthly subscription to anyone who attended the festival, as well as three other mental health agencies, including one that specifically serves the city of Houston. As of the 11th of November, there have been at least 36 lawsuits representing over 100 plaintiffs filed against Travis Scott and the organizers of Astroworld 2021. And, look, I, I don't know. I don't think that, um... I think a lot of people are kind of assuming the worst of him because of what happened, you know? But I don't know. I don't think that video that he released necessarily shows a lack of emotion or devastation or whatever. Like I think I think you can never really tell what somebody's feeling with that type of thing. I mean,
0: he's got a black and white filter on and stuff, right? Like it's Does he not have like a manager? manager? Like Yeah, like that's what publicist? I'm
1: thinking. Like what do you like he would have a that that probably what made him release the video.
0: Well, pe- people notice that in the video, right? He's so it was probably pushed forward by his manager or whatever because it's mm. it, he he never said like he. What's that thing that you in America you can't say sorry? Otherwise, like yeah, can... Yeah. it can be mm. like held like, against you're, you. Your guilt and yeah, right. and so he never says sorry in it because of like you know obviously that mm. reasoning or whatever.
1: P- people are saying like he like they have billions of dollars at risk here like he's at risk of losing billions i think i think he's pro like something comparable to what boeing did where he sets up some trust or fund for the victims or something that's probably what will happen
0: i mean look i don't think he wanted this he obviously didn't want this and he probably shouldn't be sued by everyone i think the people who had people die is that's obviously there's a little bit more of a case there but i wouldn't say like 36 lawsuits or whatever or if you're, like, injured or whatever. I started yeah.
1: off in this, like, kind of on that hate train of, like, what the fuck, Travis Scott. And I kind of, through the course of researching, reading what happened, I don't actually think much of the blame should fall on Trevor Scott.
0: I mean, I, no, look, I, I don't think that the blame should be on him. I think he's a fucking shit kind of guy, man. Like, just watching the past videos of, like, other concerts and shit where he's, like, fall from balconies and all that type of stuff. It's like, you're a dickhead, you know? Like, think yeah. about what the actions you're doing. But like, it's not like he organizes. Like, he doesn't organize a fucking event, you know? Like, he's just the headline.
1: I also think he didn't know. I don't reckon he knew the extent of what was going on in the crowd. Like, well, yeah, there were there were fifty thousand people there. There's a lot of. I wonder what, people.
2: like, I wonder how common it is for like
1: people to be pulled
2: out in ambulances or whatever. I, I mean, he obviously noticed that, but you know, like, maybe that's a more common thing anyway um, from these other shows, like people passing out. That's but- what I was
1: thinking. When I've been at festivals or just show festivals usually, not so much at just like single shows, you know, but at festivals when everyone's being like out in the sun all day, you know, people take more likely to be on substances, whatever. You do see people that look actually fucking dead, like being dragged out of the crowd and all that. And yeah. you, usually it's by security and all that. Um, but with this one, there was 50,000 people there. Like that is a lot of fucking people. Like they had what like a thousand, a thousand people for every like one security guard or something? No, not quite. They had they had two security guards for like every every thousand people. So, I mean
0: even then, how do you even get to the center of a crowd, yeah. right? Like you can't really And
1: and I genuinely I think that if if somebody had have told Travis Scott like we need to stop this like he probably would have stopped it, but they seem to think it was more dangerous to stop it than to um let it keep going on, but i don't know I don't know i i people keep posting videos showing you know uh people stop shows to let someone get like help and all block. that, yeah, but it's like he did that but he did that yeah, as he well, did yeah. that in this show, and i I think they didn't have a protocol for one identifying and two stopping a crowd crush like a a musician is, is, isn't isn't going to notice if there's a crush it's that happens people are down at people's feet you don't see those people it's up to you know it's up to security and the organizers to identify that and i i think that if you know somebody had told him that was happening and that the show needed to stop or be paused or whatever
0: i mean he probably would have As i just i don't think he's i think he's a bit of a shit guy i don't think he want anyone to die or whatever right but also yeah i mean it's just like he, uh, like, he he's paid to go up there and provide a good show. And, like, mm. you know, for all intents and purposes, he did do a good show, right? It's just, like, there's a lot of situations there that weren't handled by professionals.
2: Who? How how heavily would he have... Like, I don't think at all. How heavily would he have been involved with, like, planning for... Well, these, nothing, like, like
0: well, nothing, right? Like He he obviously is... He
1: is the brainchild of the festival, but it was yeah. through a, a, um It's through a different uh, promoter and all that and organisers. Like, he doesn't do the... That type well, that's of the thing. Stuff. He he, he the owns artist. it,
0: and I assume he's basically just a headliner, right? Like, he doesn't know how to run a fucking no. 50,000 person crowd. You yeah. know? Like, I don't think that's on him at all. Mm. Um, I think it's, you know, it's on the professionals that he hired, but I don't know yeah. if it's necessarily on him. I don't know. That's another discussion, you know? It's like, does it go up the chain, you know? I don't know. Well,
1: and it's like, and is he really the one who was at the top of the chain? Like, is he the manager of the security guards and stuff? Because
0: I mean, I think it's his money, right? He put the money up.
1: I mean, probably, I think it probably would have come from a, you know, a trust or something. But um, but then the other part of it is, like, I didn't realize people would mosh to, like, Travis Scott. Like, I didn't realize that was moshing music, <laughs> you know? I guess well, it's not, like, yeah,
0: I say, it, it's not like, yeah, it's not like traditional.
2: Bit. It's not traditional moshing music, but, like, like, music that is moshed to at gigs is, has been heavily expanded because it's, like, part of the
0: gig experience yeah. nowadays.
1: Yeah, well, moshing, I guess that's a part of why people go there, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, people to go for fun. the energy, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it it is fun, and like you know, a lot of the time you don't have issues, right? Mm-hmm. But like you know, you look at Highlighter Princess, right? Like that guy got Albert in the face, and he yeah, bit his yeah. entire fucking oh, lip man, off. I once. Remember that, yeah. But he was like, he's just like, dude, that's just part of it, you know? <laughs> like it's fine. Like I know he doesn't mean anything yeah. by it, and it's like, dude, I would have been so pissed if I bit half my fucking lip off. But you know, he's he's pretty real about that. I think
1: I think the thing is like, and we'll get into a bit in a minute because there's just one more section, but. The way crowds can be set up, it needs to um, support a mosh, you know? Like, it needs to it needs to uh, have the mosh be in one area so that people don't get yeah, kind of dragged what into what it. What are looking for is yeah. a pit. It needs to have a pit, you yeah. know? Like, this, having a pit is very key. Uh, we'll get into it in a sec, but this show did not have a pit. So, crowd crashes aren't a new thing. They've been around for as long as mankind has been having crowds. And I thought that uh, just before we go, we should take a look at one that happened on our side of the globe, the 2001 Big Day Out.
0: Woo, Big Day Out, I've got a cool (laughs) shirt.
1: The Big Day Out was, for a couple decades, Australia's biggest and most culturally significant music festival. It was a cross-country affair that would move through Australia's major cities and sometimes New Zealand over the course of a week or two. Australia is, if you're not aware, quite far away from the rest of the world. It's almost a 20-hour flight to get to America, and even longer to get to the UK.
0: Is it really longer?
1: Yeah, it takes like 30 hours or some shit to get to the UK.
0: No way. I didn't know yeah. that. Anyway,
1: But for reasons we're not going to get into today, our country's culture for the last 100 years or so has always been pretty strongly aligned with that of America and the UK. Kind of an amalgamation of the two. But because we're such a long way away, for a long time, we rarely got any cool stuff. And when we did it was like a big fucking deal. Like when the Beatles landed in Melbourne at Essendon Airport in 1964, there was quite literally parades in the streets of people just trying to get a glimpse of them. Similar things have happened over the years with the likes of Michael Jackson and Prince William and those sort of people. So in a way, The Big Day Out was kind of a normalisation of bringing huge musical acts to Australia. It started in 1992, and its headliners included bands like Nirvana, Iggy Pop, Sonic Youth, Rage Against the Machine. It was seen as sort of a rite of passage, a coming-of-age event for teenagers to go to The Big Day Out. It opened up the world of music to our Gen Xs. I'm of the opinion that the loss of The Big Day Out, which held its last festival in 2014, was a big contributor in Australia's descent into only playing lame music on our largest youth radio station, Triple J.
2: How do you figure that? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm interested mean, to hear.
1: This is, this is, just this is a can fucking... of worms. That's, that's my Dude, opinion. But up. In the year 2000, Big Day Out organizer Vivian Lees was in Denmark, making his move to secure the next year's headliner, the biggest alternative rock band in the world at the time, Pearl Jam. The two parties met together at the Danish festival Ross Killed and came to a handshake agreement for Pearl Jam to headline the 2001 Big Day Out. But later that night, during Pearl Jam's set, which had an audience of 50,000 people, there was a major crowd crush, caused by a crowd moving together like a wave. A bunch of people fell down. Pearl Jam was informed and stopped their show. But it was too late, and nine people died.
2: The hell? This is, like, 50,000 people, nine people died. Like, is this Mm. the same
1: event? The members of Pearl Jam were, by all accounts, devastated, and vowed to never play another festival show so they pulled out of the 2001 Big Day Out.
0: Dude, that's what me and Pearl Jam have in, in, uh, in common, is I've decided, like, <laughs> after hearing about this, I was like, dude, I'm never going to fucking go to a big festival crowd. Like, if, if, if <laughs> the chances are too high of just, like, being I so meant, uh, I
1: thought you meant you were never going to play a festival show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: no, I'll do that.
1: This <laughs> left the festival without a headliner and the organizers with not many options. They settled for an out-of-place choice, that didn't really fit the festival's culture. American, new metal, energy drink, rap rockers, Limp Bizkit. Reg, can you give us a rollin'?
0: Do you want me to do... Well, is that my stick now? That's my thing.
1: Yeah, whenever Limp Biscuit gets mentioned. You made it your stick. <laughs> I mean... You just do it really well.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, you know, Fred Durst is kind of my boy, you know. He <laughs> likes to keep it rollin', 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 rollin'. They and he talked about the starfish. Mm, he's the chocolate starfish. <laughs> that <laughs> the means asshole. If yeah, I'm it really mistaken. does it. Oh, yeah. thanks.
1: On tour, Limp Biscuit and Big Day Out organizers immediately clashed. Organizers had employed a new crowd control protocol where, if the crowd was deemed to be getting out of control, the band would go quiet and a security person would go on stage and address the crowd. When this happened during Limp Biscuit's performance in Auckland after several people were knocked over, Durst told the security officer,
2: It's not my fucking problem. You come and tell him.
1: Then proceeded to pour a bottle of water over the security guard's head as he addressed the crowd.
0: Dude, these fucking, these (laughs) new metal energy drink rap rockers, man. You can't, you can't keep a lid on them. You can't, mostly because energy drinks don't have lids.
1: (laughs) The issues at the big day out continued that year, mostly with unruly crowds which has led people to speculate whether this was caused by the sort of crowds that Limp Bizkit attracted. These issues came to a head in Sydney. Earlier in the day, the Texas indie rockers at their drive-in ended their set after only three songs. The lead singer, Cedric, berating the crowd for being violent, saying to a crowd-surfing audience member,
0: You didn't learn that off your best friend. You learned that off TV. You people are robots and sheep. And then they left the stage. That's fucking insane. What a fu- What the fuck? What a psycho. <laughs> Limp Biscuit
1: was the last act of the night, and the atmosphere was described as violent. People who were there remember it as being full of, quote, really angry male energy and full of dudes who drank too much in the sun all day, rushing the crowd because they need to see Fred Durst.
0: Why? Why does anyone need to see him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was an idol somehow, for yeah. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> In the crowd were 16-year-old friends, Jessica Mikulik and Liza Ryan. It was their second big day out together. They were inseparable friends who bonded by lending each other cassette tapes, both of them children of immigrants. Neither of the two were fans of Limp Bizkit, but felt like they should see the headliner to get their money's worth. During the chaos of Limp Bizkit's set, Jessica and Liza were separated, losing grip of each other's hands, and Jessica was pulled into the mosh pit. The side of the crowd were ambulances and around 30 people on stretches. A promoter came out and stopped the show to rescue those who had fallen into the mosh pit. Fred Durst once again used his time to berate the security and event organizers. Liza grew concerned when Jessica didn't show up at their agreed meeting spot. She had been pulled out of the mosh pit, not breathing and without a pulse. She had been crushed to death. Limp Biscuit. Fled the country the next day Oh my god <laughs> Ten years later They returned to play The Australian Old metal Old rock festival Soundwave They played in front of A giant pink banner That said Jessica on it
0: Dude what arseholes Fred Durst is- Every time I hear about Fred Durst It <laughs> really, gets worse You know He's
1: really a piece of shit Her death Resulted in a Coronial inquest And the big day out Adapting A slew of new Safety measures These measures included abandoning the use of a T-shaped crowd barrier and adapting a D-shaped one. A T-shaped structure means that the row of barricades that separate the crowd from the stage also moves down the center through the crowd, effectively splitting the crowd into two sections, creating the potential of multiple mosh pits, whereas a D-shape brings the mosh into one designated space. Another measure is purposely holding two headline slots at the same time to split attendees. The Travis Scott show at Astroworld was performed in front of a T-shaped crowd, and it was the sole headlining
0: act. He learnt nothing. So I kind of... Yeah, it's pretty sad that this had to happen, like, again, you know? Mm. But it kind of has to keep happening when will they learn pretty much
2: i did want to mention one thing of this guy who thought he was gonna fucking die as like all this demonic shit was going on on the stage in his in his like perspective oh really there was was
1: somebody in the crowd who was like tripping out like that yeah
2: like uh, that that sounds crazy i mean that's kind of funny to be honest
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean like the the actual event itself like the pirate pyrotechnics and the the shit in like the background like his background screen was just the giant eye that was like <laughs> moving around and shit like you know like it and obviously yet he couldn't
0: see the suffering <laughs> <okay>? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um i don't know i th- I think uh even even as the show was going on even as you could hear people you know shouting help me and all that type of stuff you could also hear bunch of people singing the songs and chanting, like, yeah, Travis. Look, I, don't, I don't
0: think it's necessarily on him. Like, he shouldn't, like, the crowd shouldn't, like, that shouldn't be directed to him. That shouldn't be his job, right? He's up there just to, like, play a song. He can barely hear his earplugs in, shit like that, right? There should be someone... Who comes and tells him that shit? You know. Well, I mean? they sh- like, they should have
1: had the type of thing that they had at the big day out. They should have had yeah. a dedicated safety team who could recognize that this was happening, then gone yeah. out and at least pause the show. Because like the, when these things have happened and they've been fixed, literally all you have to do is stop the show for a minute and tell everybody to take a step backwards, and it is yeah. is proven to work.
0: Like, it's it's insane that like you know in today's age like not even that like you know whatever it was last week you know that like all these safety measures weren't implemented it's like Mm. this is one of the biggest shows of the year like around the world you know it has how big is the stadium capacity for um rod
1: for Rod, rod labor arena uh uh, I don't, I don't know. I know how much it is for, like, tennis and shit, but I don't know about when people are... What
0: was that sold-out show at AM, uh, for AM, Arctic Monkeys?
1: Yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe 5,000 people, maybe...
0: Because I can't even imagine being in a fucking crowd of 50,000 people. That yeah. sounds so spooky. Have you
2: seen that, like, Metallica concert they did? I don't know if it was the Soviet Union or just after uh, yeah. it was dissolved. Yeah. Like, and it's just, like, a sea of people, as far as mm. I can
1: see. Yeah, when, um... When... Uh, it had a name, it was like a, it was like Peace Festival or some shit, but like, John Bon Jovi and like a whole bunch of those bands went to the USSR, like, you know, like a, just a mm. few years before the fall of communism, and that was like an entire fucking city turned out to watch like the rock music, and it- yeah, it was mental.
0: I mean, it's... Cr- like, if you're in the middle of that, like, you're you you, you you're not allowed to leave until the show's over, you know? Like, you, you can't... Yeah, yeah, you're stuck, man. Well, you <laughs> are. You're just stuck. You can't... You're not fucking going anywhere until yeah. everyone decides to leave, you know? When, when the show's over, it fucking takes 20
1: minutes for everybody to get out of there. <laughs>
0: like, it's like a plane. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And it's like, why are you taking so long to get your fucking bag, man? Yeah, like, yeah. how yeah. are you taking so long to get your fucking bag?
1: Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh... Follow us on Instagram at whythemadplot Send us an email whythemadplot at gmail.com We'll get back to you And uh, we'll see you next week <laughs> this week in anger Where'd you even get that photo? <laughs>
0: see you Huh? What photo? Why do you have to be mad? Why do you have to be mad? Why do you have to be mad? Right in front of me